Wow. That's fucked up. Yes. <laughs> From Brad Pat Podcast Network. I didn't even finish my thought. I eat nothing but corn fed chicken. You'll be racist. No, 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 no. <laughs> With the crew of degenerates guiding chaos. No, wait, what is this about Tabasco and semen? Oh. <laughs> what, what, what kind of crazy analogy is that? Everything is fair game. No punches are pulled. That shouldn't have been said out loud. <laughs> it's random acts of tangent. It's random acts of tangent. Oh, I'm Adam. Okay. Hey, look at you guys. This is Jester over here. Yo. We got Maestro. Hola. In Hollywood. Hey. Now, as we're recording this, uh, the Powerball numbers just came out. Big Go news. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to read them because you should already know them by now. And <laughs> who cares? Uh, I'm assuming nobody won. Uh, I, I know. I, I'm sure I didn't win. I, think I, I got, didn't win. I got two and the Powerball find out what that means later. I got uh, several with one, at least one or two. None of the Powerball, so. Okay. I, I usually don't play lottery. I, I did for a while back in the day, just uh, poor person dreams of whatever. Yeah. Uh, eventually gave up on that. But at uh-huh. work, they had the, the office pool where everybody puts five bucks in and gets a ticket. So I got, a like, what, 85 numbers that I think we got at, at, at work. But, meh. So I thought it'd be fun to talk about what we would do with the money. Because that's what everybody else is doing in the world. Yeah. I remember when, when I was a kid, my, I remember my parents playing and they, <laughs> I was already like, I had, I had like a spreadsheet of all the things I would do and the money would come up to and like, all right, so this is extra and this, I guess I'll give that to somebody else. I'll give it to the church or whatever because I was all on fire for God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what would you do with the money? Hollywood? <laughs> I was like, who? Yeah. <laughs> As I look around the room. I'd have... Buy my mom a house, have her retire. I'd uh, well, if if I'm the sole winner of 1.5 billion, yeah, uh, and what is that after taxes, 600, 700, yeah, million, something like that. I would absorb the debt of all my friends and family. Ooh, and then I would then have favors owed. Okay. Oh, Theo, do you remember when I paid off your house? Yeah. <laughs> well, now you owe me a favor. Watch, you don't, my, you, watch my kids. You don't know when. Right. Or what That's you have up. to do? No, I know. I'll do that in my <laughs> but friends. You totally do but that. Not yeah. my relatives. I here's here's I, a name. I need them gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would build. I would build this like a recording studio. Nice. Try to get sponsors like Amazon.com. If you go to the website, <laughs> uh, or uh, you know, typical things. I'd buy a house. I'd invest a percentage of it. All right. What's I, the most extravagant thing you would do? Like the I, craziest. The craziest thing I would do, yeah. because I was an intern at a movie company, I would go to my old boss, uh-huh. my old producer boss, and be like, hey, you know that Powerball? I won. So let's partner up and let's make some movies together. Yeah? Ooh. Boom. You finance your own, your own finance movies? Finance my own that's, movies that's or good. TV shows or reality shows, whatever. Okay. That's what I would do. I would try to go back Oh, okay. I into picture the that movie going industry. Oh, yeah, like, me too. I was I like, just buy your company and you're fired. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> no, dude, because I don't know it. I don't have no connections. I don't know anybody out okay. there. So I would have him partner up with me. All right. Then you you make connections. Yeah. That's why like, through him ex- by the initial partnership. Yeah. Well, if we're being realistic about this, I, I would have to spend as much of it as possible so I didn't have it. We're talking about winning one point four million dollars. What about this <laughs> realistic? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, apparently it's real. It's real now. Somebody in Chino Hills. Yeah. One person's gotten it so far. So as far of right now. And well, for me, the most extravagant thing I would do, I would pay for an all expense trip paid into space. Ooh, uh, right. that that's like one of my fantasies. I would, if I could, uh, I would. I know that you can pay. They were doing to go that for a while. Into the atmosphere, yeah, yeah. And you can go above the, 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 the atmosphere, virgin the stratosphere. 
Um, I don't, I don't remember one, but I, that's something I'd really want to do. I don't know if I'd be able to, but it's, Bronson. you know, maybe mm-hmm. I'd pay, give NASA a bunch of money and be like, Hey, let's go to the moon. I mean, that'd be great. But in real, realistically, I would do the same thing and think everyone's going to absorb the debt of all their friends and family, buy houses, uh-huh. make sure everyone's comfortable. And I would have to give back a lot of that to the community because I wouldn't, there's nothing I'm going to, I can't yeah. make a trust for everybody. Yes. But I would <clears> really want to build, um, shelters for, uh, homeless veterans. Oh. In every state, if that's possible, so okay. that they have a place to go for refuge, because I think it's something that's been brought up a lot, but no one's really doing anything about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. especially with this at the Syrian refugee crisis. It's one of those talking points. Everyone says they want to do it, so they sound good. But when it comes, well, to yeah, action, I mean, yeah. If you think about it, if you have 1.4 billion dollars, and even what 700 million after taxes, you can afford to do something, even a few states. I think that's something that'd be really good for the community, and I think myself do that. And pretty much just, I'd live a normal life, though. I wouldn't. Okay. Have big houses or mansions or anything. I would just live an average life. Okay. Just with tons of money and doing whatever the hell I yeah, want. Yeah, sounds pretty average. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Maestro? Me, um... Cats! What? <laughs> I will buy all the cats in America. <laughs> um, For me, I would uh, definitely do a lot of investments into uh, certain things like cancer research, um, certain things that require like... Uh, uh, Making of mechs that were bipedal robots. Ooh, um, that's an extravagant thing. Yeah. Those are the ones that you like kick and they like get back on their feet. I see these robots that people made that look like like giant cows or whatever. Yeah, those those are the military. Actual. Yeah, and Adam, they're think mech warrior. Yeah, he means like actual get it All right. done. Exo squad. Yes. What's that? What's that, game? What's that game you guys used to play with the mech warriors? Mech mech warrior. What's that the name of the game? Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> well, this is embarrassing. <laughs> I never played it, obviously. That's awesome, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, because, okay, there's all, okay, everyone wants to take care of their family. Everyone wants to take care of their friends. Yeah. After that aside, there's always investments into whatever company you want to do. And then the extravagant part, which is whatever you want to do skydiving, climb the Kilimanjaro, go to space. But you're going create Pacific a Rim, is what? what you're going. Huh? You're going Pacific, Pacific Rim, Rim style? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not necessarily Pacific Rim. That's a really big robot. Yeah, it is. I'm thinking something along the lines of just like a personalized robot from just me to use. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Get your own exoskeleton. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Become Iron Man. Oh. <laughs> you don't have that much money. No, I don't. Well, I can if I invest and make more money, yeah. Well, you're going to have to invest no matter what. Because yeah. all that money, even left over, it's too much for one bank account. So you're going to have to split that up into real estate, yeah. mutual funds, stocks, uh, CDs, maybe other savings accounts. And there's one other big one. Oh, pr- uh, real estate, too. Probably have to buy a lot of properties and let yeah. that gain some value. But then that's what I would do with the leftover stuff. But what about you? Uh, Well... Uh, start off boring, then go crazy. Uh, f- first thing is, and I think I was talking to you about this gesture. I, I'd get one of the most expensive accountant firms or whatever and throw a bunch of money at them and say, set it up so that no matter what happens, money is set aside so that me and my family and friends live comfortably. And so th- this money is set here. Th- th- I'm talking about like property taxes on your houses. So you don't, you don't have to think <laughs> about your living situation ever again. Uh, then with was let's throw with that. I'd give myself a decent sized house, build this, a giant studio, kind of like Dronebox has, the beautiful studio, and just film my own stuff. And yeah, platinum, as, as well as the same thing Jump is doing, where I let other people come in and develop their own thing. Oh, that's so, nice. So it's 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 ongoing creative uh, plethora ongoing? of things. That's that's really cool. 
Yeah, and just like like at public access, just like what Drome does. By the way, coming up pretty soon, I interviewed the guys from Drome. I talked to Nolan and, and Lewis. Oh, nice. Uh, I talked to them in the studio, and that's going to be a podcast being released uh, in the next couple of weeks. So it's it's mm-hmm. a, it's a great company, and is, is that the same kind of style that they're doing is what I would like to do. Oh, now, good. As far as the extravagant part goes, uh, I'm sure it's been said before, but I, I'd, I'd probably buy an island. Yeah. yeah have, have, Islands. Yes. Well, just one. Have your recording studio at the island. But then it's Ooh. hard for people to get there. That's if they can get there, they can record for free. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, well, think, think about this. So it's for rich people only. Because well, <laughs> <laughs> they need more help. <laughs> See, because the, the, everything you guys are saying is how you would spend all the money, but you ultimately, after you use all the money up, it would be gone, right? What if you could put into an investment that would create more money than you normally would have started off with? Yeah, that's that. Well, to start off with, I mean, uh, we're going to spend something. You have to. Of course. I'm just saying, like, if you invest. You got to spend money to make money. But that's what I was talking about. You you put into (laughs) stocks, bonds, mutual funds, property, real estate, all that. You have to put a lot of it. I'd say more, at least more than half if you're being really conservative about it. And then you can just have that grow over time, live off the interest for the rest that you have yeah. in another va- another savings account or several savings accounts. But then you have to still live a relatively modest life for a while. And by the time you pass away, that would probably quadrupled if you invest uh-huh, that, right? Uh-huh, mm-hmm. Or the stock market crashes and you lose everything. Yeah. Oh, that's... Well, that, that, yeah, dude, my thing wasn't just spending. My thing was building a company, like partnering up with that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I did, same, same, same I did say I would have bought Activision. All right. If I could, I'd probably invest enough to have more than half the shares, so I owned more than fifty percent of the company, and then I would be able to make majority of the decisions. Okay. When it came to that, because I did, I did have stock with them a while ago, but I, it's, it's like a little toy in my mind because like, I'm like, yeah, I gotta control it. No, right. It's it's ridiculous, but yeah. I, <laughs> that, that, those are the guys that make Destiny. Uh, yeah, they make Destiny and some right. Call of Duty games. So the uh, Bungie. The, Bungie, no, the, they Halo. they publish. They publish. They're the publisher. Oh. Not the developers. All right. So next DLC is I want a, a skin suit that looks like me for the for the uh, Guardian or whatever. That's creepy. Right? Yeah, I know. That's weird. Well, not, not, not like a skin suit. I mean like a skin. You know, what, A what skin? The, yeah. Okay. Not, not a skin suit. Not like Buffalo Bill. That's, yeah. That's I weird. was like, that's you want a skin no. suit? Okay. That's, that's weird. Yeah, a little weird. Yeah. So are, are you are you guys going to do the one-time lump sum or... Subsidize or whatever well, they call I would it. Lump it. The annuity payments. The annuities. You do annuities, but no, no, no. I was, I was just telling them oh, about okay. what it's called. It's over thirty years, and yeah. uh, depending on the tax rate, I was, I was telling my, my uh, fiance or wife, depending on when this drops. Right. Uh, I was telling her it really. You're just really gambling on what the tax situation will look like for the rich down the road. Oh, and because if you take the lump sum now, you get double taxed, and then that's it. Whereas yep. if you take the annuity, it gets it's getting taxed at the high bracket each year, but you're also risking like, well, what if they raise it even more for rich people, and yeah. then you're getting taxed even more on it? But my whole thing was uh, yeah. inflation because I don't yeah. know if it's adjusted for inflation over thirty mm-hmm. years, especially mm-hmm. this last thirty yeah. years. Yeah, everything's almost doubled in price. So yeah. your one point three five billion has been cut drastically. In All half. right, hold mm-hmm. on, hold on a second. <laughs> you guys are getting a little crazy. Uh, now I I did a little bit of quick math. Uh, if if I won at the office pool, I would get forty million dollars. Now, that's after taxes. That would be my cut from the office. If I broke that up over thirty years, that's a little over a million dollars a year. I don't care how much I'm getting taxed. That's a fuckload more than I'm getting right now. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure I can live very comfortably of a million dollars a year. You can live comfortably, but in a large scheme, what happens of when things- bread becomes ten dollars? In like ten years. All right. What? So that it's going to take hundred thousand dollars of bread I'm spending. Well, my whole thing is I can take that and I can 
I can funnel that money and currency into something that can grow, like Maestro is saying, into something more than it would have been in 30 years. So basically, instead of that 40 million, you start off with 20 million or 25 million, and then you put it into something that grows exponentially over time, and then right. your 25 million turns into like 100 million. But here's the problem with that. Everybody in the world that's won the lottery has those same kinds of thoughts, and most people end up bankrupt because they go through the money too quickly. They, so go you, through, they go through their money too quickly. Yeah, so people, you're, you're assuming that you're going to put this all aside, let it grow interest, and it's just going to sit there. I didn't there. say all of it. I said a lot of yeah, it. Yeah, okay. But eventually, once you run out of what you have now, like, oh, let me just dip into that. No, that's why I said uh, set aside, live conservatively. I want to see how many part of my posse. The only thing, look, I'm a, I'm not going to quit my <laughs> I'm not going to quit my job. I, I mean, depending if I have to, I will. Because oh, I'm quitting my, my job for I, sure. I won't. That's the thing is, I like what well, I. Well, that's because yeah, because you like what you do. Yeah, Most people I, I'm, don't I'm like. I work what in they the public do sector yeah. and I work with schools, so yeah. I wouldn't want to quit my job. Yeah. So okay. that's something I would keep doing. I am going to have a normal income. And that's right. that I won't have to live off of that. Yeah, well, that's what I'm, I'm quitting my job to work full time at the studio that I, I would make, and that's going to become the but job. But then you have but to for free. But then you have then you become a 1099 where you now have to pay taxes on your own. Right. Well, I'll give myself a dollar salary a year, or whatever, and just uh, so what, I can get health insurance. Doesn't work that way, no, because no. the government isn't pulling money out of your salary. Oh, that's how that works. Yeah, you've got if especially well, you're going to want to incorporate. I, I'm not a botanist. I don't. Know about I don't that. The text, you gotta, you gotta build, yeah, you got to protect also the corporation you're making. You got to make a cor- S corp basically, mm-hmm. so you, yeah, so they can't take everything from you. But uh, are, you, are you saying that uh, <laughs> off a million dollars a year, I wouldn't be able to afford these kinds of things? I'm saying out of a million dollars a year, uh, after the taxes or before taxes? You're, you're That's not, after taxes. After taxes, you'll be about a million dollars a year. Yeah. Well, if they double tax it, I don't think they're going to tax it again as income because they've already taxed it out. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be a million dollars. Well, if you no, if you do the annuity, right, five hundred thousand dollars a year. I think I can live comfortably. I want five hundred thousand dollars a year. That's pretty you, damn awesome. That's how much the president makes. Well, a little less than that. I thought it was yeah. two hundred thousand dollars. I thought it was two fifty. I thought you made four hundred grand. It's four hundred. They bumped it. It's been four hundred for as long as I can remember. But it costs hundreds of millions of dollars to run. Anyway, continue. Yeah. yeah. No, just I, <laughs> because I, I feel like the smarter thing to do is to get it over the thirty years, so you don't. Burn through it. You everyone, would think, everyone, yes. everyone, everyone has good intentions. Yeah, I'm going to let it sit there and gain interest and all these things. But eventually, everyone, people are going to start coming. Hey, invest in this. Invest in this. Oh, okay. Why not? Why not? Oh, you guys are all stupid. You lost all my money. Okay. Well, Fuck let me you. ask you a question. Um, looking through history, I don't know all of the people that won all these millions of dollars in the lottery. How many of them were already millionaires to begin with? Oh, I don't know. See, if you have a millionaire who wins the lottery and gets X amount of millions of dollars, do you think he's going to burn through it? No, he's not. No, it's the people who don't have the lifestyle and lack the planning. Understood. Who burn through this? I feel I, like I, I don't, I don't have the rich lifestyle. I can speak with a hundred percent certainty in this room. None of us are millionaires. <laughs> I, no, no, I'm pretty not. sure I can say that with certainty. <laughs> yeah, we so, are in character. Yes, <laughs> we are in this luxurious studio at Rat Pack Productions that uh, looks pretty fancy. We got we're surrounded by a jazz band. Actually, it's very nice. Yes. Oh yes. And Bruce Willis is in the house. And Bruce Willis, is, yeah. He's always looking out for us. Bruce Willis is always hanging out behind me, just kind of like checking me out on the wall. He looks Good like job, he's Adam. confused and a little says. bit like angry. <laughs> He's like, the fuck, did he just say that? Well, there's he, a cool, there's he just drove a truck through an aqueduct right there. That's the picture? The aqueduct? So you're the aqueduct? Yeah, I don't know. I figured that, that's from Die Hard 3. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, well played. Well, Thank there's, you. There's a cool 30, <laughs> there's a cool 30 for 30 documentary broke where they, where they talk to different, uh, financial advisors and athletes who were broke, who became broke and mm-hmm. they just show you like how fast you can burn through money. So, okay. so like, 
they're like, oh, yeah, I had all these cousins who came out of nowhere when they heard that I got yeah. drafted by the NFL. And then the funniest one was um, they, this financial advisor. They go, they ask him, what, what was the crazy story? What was one of the craziest clients? He goes, well, I don't want to say his name, but I told him to invest in real estate. I said, go to states where it's really cheap. Spend a million dollars and buy Arizona, like yeah. 20 houses or something, right? Yeah. And by the time, like in 10, 20 years time, it it's insane how much value these things gain. Was that the guy from Chips? No, no, no. no. Okay. This, these are the pro athletes. Oh, I see. Cool. Yeah. So he says, guess what my guy did? He went to North Carolina where he grew up and he bought a $3 million mansion. And I go, how are you going to flip a, a $3 million mansion in North oh. Carolina and get a profit? Oh, my God. <laughs> and then they try to open like businesses in the hood. If they try to open like these five star restaurants in the hood, okay, and, no, like, that's not. Good. Yeah, wow! And, like you just see how fast and stupid are people yes, are with money when absolutely. they instantly become rich because, yeah. like lotto winners, these pro athletes, they come from nothing. Right, they grow up poor for the most part, and then they suddenly have millions, and now they don't know what to do with it. Well, did you hear about? I think it was Shaquille O'Neal. Like when as soon as he got his money, and it was like. What are you going to do? I think his agent told him, like, what are you going to do? He's like, oh, I'm going to buy all this stuff. His agent was like, sit the fuck down. I'm going to make Shazam. Think. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But um, he told him, don't do that. Like, think about it. And eventually, I think he got his uh, MBA. And he started – it was either Magic Johnson. I think – no, not Magic Johnson. I think it was Shaquille O'Neal. And he started doing business with it, and he made it grow. But he had to think about it. Instead of just splurging on it. And a lot of people, I'm not just going to say from poor communities, just people with bad financial planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody. I mean, me, I'm really freaking good with my money. I think about it long and hard okay. and make sure that I spend correctly it to maximize where my money goes. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think, I, I think I'd be good in there. Right. But I wouldn't want anyone to know that I want it because okay. my family, people come out of the woods. They'll yeah. be like, hey, I'm your long lost dog's owner. <laughs> And they'll be, and yeah, you get blackmailed. You yeah. get people get kidnapped. It's scary. So I that's why I said I probably when I was like, what do I do with it? I want to get rid of it or move it so I can't access it. So I can't give a lot of it out. Okay, that, that's kind of why I want to do the whole over the thirty years thing because I I know I'm not the best with money. This way I will always for at least thirty years I'll be fine. Because if, if I had all the money, I feel like I would go through it quickly. Because when I do get some money, I get my tax return or something. I start buying things that. I think that I need. I start yeah. upgrading the studio, whatever. Take my daughter out for a bunch of toys she doesn't need and all kinds of stuff. Because it's like, yeah, like I have this right now. I'm not gonna have it for a while, so I, I want to make sure that I spread the happiness as much as I can. So, and that's the poor person mentality. Yes, is I don't have money. I have it now. I have to use it, otherwise, right? Because be that's gone. that's what people live on yep. check to check. Absolutely. Yeah, and th- that that would be me. I feel like I'd go through the money really quickly, so I need to set up. I don't think I, I'd let I don't, you. I don't trust myself. This I would. I wouldn't let you. Yeah, I wouldn't. This is why I want to hire the accountant to make sure that certain things are set up because I. Fuck, I hire me. <laughs> I'd rather get my like salary some, will be two hundred thousand dollars or whatever. No, no, I'll do it. I'll do it, and then I'll talk to them. Okay, wait a second. You just become the middleman. <laughs> no, that's not how this works. You just won the lottery. Don't be greedy, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of people you'll get as soon as you win the lottery. Family members like, oh, I'll be yeah. your personal assistant. And, and I'd probably fall for it. I'd be like, all right, yeah, you, you, you were cool to be that one time. Yeah. It, it'd be like uh, the show Entourage. You'd have all these leeches. Like, you'd have a bunch of turtles yeah. hanging out around you. Yeah. No, but they were buddies before he got big, right? Right. But then they didn't really do much to contribute. No, they kind of, well, there is support system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, 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 they just indulged in his lifestyle yeah. while they were supporting him. Uh-huh. Like, all right. Mm-hmm. Now I, I didn't watch the entire show, but I feel like they went broke at one point. No, I don't remember. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Oh, I fucking painfully sat through 
everyone last. yeah because <laughs> because uh me and my friends really liked it and i think it went 10 seasons we stopped Jesus. watching around like season eight wow halfway through season eight and then um on amazon prime go to our website first click on the amazon <laughs> link bookmark it do all your shopping there shop for your entourage dvds there all right. help support the show i saw that they made a deal with hbo amazon prime uh certain hbo shows are available on there so i was like you know what i'll just finish entourage Okay. That last season and a half, I wanted to rip my fucking eyes out. That's oh, how boy. shitty this show became. Did you see the movie? Right after I saw the movie. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, oh. I'm, I've already finished the show. I might as well fuck it. Just <laughs> You're pot get, committed. Fit, fit, I'm pot committed. Fit, find out what happens to the Entourage crew. <laughs> see, I, I bailed uh, after Aquaman. Whenever Aquaman happened in, in the show, that's when I pretty much stopped watching. At that oh, point. that was like when it was really good. Was it? Yeah, that was oh. like season three. That's when it got really good. Jesus Christ, I'm missing eight, seven seasons? Yeah, and oh. a movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and the movie. I liked, I liked Ari Gold's character just because he was yeah. so ridiculous. That movie, possible coming soon for spoilers. Though. Oh, all right. Very good. Oh, no. Mm. Yeah. I'll make sure I dodge that episode. Yeah, so it's like one of the things that I, I, I learned, this is actually from, from Dr. Drew, or from Adam Carolla, because of Dr. Drew. You have to know, know yourself and... Know that you're not perfect and make things possible to protect yourself from yourself. Like Dr. Drew would have something uh, that he needed to take home in the fridge, like some shots. He had to go home to give his kids shots for vaccinations or whatever. And uh, he'd put his car keys in the fridge with the shots to make sure that before he left, he had to go to the fridge and get it. So it's those kinds of things that like safeguards to protect you because I, I know I will fuck up unless I make certain things impossible for me to not fuck up. So that's why getting the accountant, getting the 30-year plan, that that then it will protect me and sustain me longer than if I yeah, just well, got Yeah, well, I'm not saying point. that's wrong or it's not a better way to do it. If that's the way you know you are, then by all means, go ahead. But in 25 years, uh-huh. when if something happens to the economy or something happens to anything, that's in jeopardy. So you might mm-hmm. be cutting. Yeah. You just have, you have well, to understand that the risk. Way, there'll be investments also, with, but with 500000 a year at a time versus... Plus, a what dollar is today is worth more than a dollar tomorrow. Yeah. Plus, when Trump becomes emperor, who knows what <laughs> it's going to fucking do to the economy, dude. Oh, boy. No, I better not. I knew you were gonna, someone was going to fucking bring him up. <laughs> Every time I'm on the show, he, that name comes in. I just get pissed. I really he, don't. He's, he's just penetrated the fabric of society I just want to say I don't want to fucking talk about him on it's this fine. one. I don't care about him. Me neither. He's, I'd buy his company and fire him. How about uh, that? I don't I think had, he can. If I had... No. No, let's just go. Let's keep going. I don't want to. I don't want to get on that. <laughs> so most extravagant thing. I, I got the island, which would uh, just be for for vacationing stuff. Uh, you got your your studio with the movie company, mm-hmm. Hollywood. Uh, what, what, My partnership. What did you say? Yours was Jester. Most extravagant, craziest thing you would do? Uh, well, it's not really that crazy. I'd want to go into orbit. I want to take okay. uh, take one of those. That sounds pretty crazy. It's not a blackbird. No, it's not. You mm-hmm. just you go into orbit. It's like a shuttle of some sort. And that, that, that's a super yeah, rich guy it. thing to do, though. That's that's one of those like. Yeah, but it, it'll, it costs like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's not the most extravagant thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Right. You, it's still, I mean. Yeah. Actively, no one ever says I want to go in a fucking space. That's like my dream. But I mean, out you, for an hour in space, you know. Yeah, just, yeah. Zero gravity. I mean, yeah, man. Oh, see, I'm getting like, goosebumps now. I'm thinking about it. That'd be the best thing I think I can come up with. That's Illuminati money right there. Is it? Mm. All right. Oof. I but, mean, you're not also considering that. I mean, like you're thinking about immediate. Um, uh, indulgences as well. I mean, right. like, what if you invested in some certain companies that develop certain things that eventually could lead to something that's 
really awesome too. Like for instance, people in Japan are making like the Iron Man you know, you suit that really work. They're already giving what? like su- yeah, they're already giving like super strength to people for rescuing. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah, stuff like that, or like <laughs> bipedal robots where people are actually starting to make stuff like that, or even some sort of like uh, um, uh, pills that could make you super smart, that kind of thing. Just making shit up? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, the, the all lifting- of these are from movies. No, no, no the not. lifting thing is a real thing. I saw that online. The lifting, yeah. okay, they have they have suits. Yes, they have yeah. exoskeletons now. Yeah, exoskeleton suits to give you super that give you super strength. They're yes. made by by Raytheon. Yes, and then there's another there's another one that's actually. Uh, uh, two companies that are actually going head, head to head, to head for bipedal robots. Yeah. yeah, and then another one <laughs> that's talking about like uh, increased um, cognitive response for the brain. Mm. That's all real. Yes. Mm. Now imagine if you could like further their research and make it actually happen, and then get the get all the money that comes from it once it's finished, if it does, and being the first person to have it. I don't know about the robots though. I would want to do that. It sounds amazing, and I know both of you look at me like I'm crazy. No, what, what's what's your problem? Well, well, it it might we not be no, we just might not be ready for that. I don't know if that's a wise investment. Okay, I didn't say it was. Okay. I just said it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fund you. Yeah, then you know because they're gonna go head to head, and I think they're supposed to use paintballs as, yeah. as weapons instead okay. as ammunition. But if you can be like, okay, rounds over, and be like, no, both you build better. Robots. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna need two right, million dollars. Thanks for coming Here's out and seeing us test the paintball equipment. Everybody, go home. Thanks. Yeah. Put forty-five <laughs> caliber shit in there. Destroy some fucking them. missiles on there we're now. Out the desert. Yeah. We're gonna destroy some buses. <laughs> <laughs> if they, I can probably see their eyes light up right now. <gasps> yes. <laughs> so, uh, you'd be in the billionaire club, right? With this lotto, I guess. winning. Yeah. If you won the entire thing. Not. A- no. Well, I look- looked up. The oh. top fifteen richest fictional characters. Oh, all right. In media, in pop culture history. Nice. Let me go through this real quick. Bruce Wayne. Fifteen. Jay Gatsby. One billion. From, Jay Gatsby. Talking from fictional. Gray Gatsby. Yeah, this is oh, fictional okay. characters. Leonardo DiCaprio. Or yeah, the whatever. character He's from real, the book. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mary Crawley. One point one billion. She was in Downton Abbey. Okay. The Monopoly Man. One point two billion. <laughs> wait, wait. One point two billion at the release of Monopoly. This is as of at, today. At the original, okay. Because yeah. I was like, if that was at the release of Monopoly, he'd be richer than fucking everybody. See, uh, uh, number twelve, Laura Croft, one point three billion. Okay. Number eleven, Walden Schmidt, one point three billion. He's the character from uh, Two and a Half Men, the Ashton Kutcher character. Oh no. Number ten, Mr. Burns, one point five billion. <laughs> number nine, Tywin Lannister, one point eight billion. Game of Thrones. That's from your show, right? Yeah, man. Number se- eight, Christian Grey, two point five billion from Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh my god. Number seven, Richie Rich, five point eight billion. <laughs> number six, Bruce Wayne, nine point two yeah. billion. Number five. Oh, I think I know who number one is. I'm Char- sorry. Go ahead. Charles Foster Kane from Citizen Kane, eleven point two billion. Never thought. Number four, Tony Stark, twelve point four billion. Uh-huh. Number three, Carlisle Cullen from Twilight, the dad, forty six billion. Oh my god. Number two, I, I don't even know how they calculated this. Smaug, fifty three billion because he has a whole. From the Hobbit. He sits on gold. Like he just has Smog. a whole spread. Oh, okay. Yeah, Smog. He just sits on a whole thing not, of gold. N- no, not um Gollum, but yeah. the dragon. Right. Gollum yeah. just has that one gold ring. Yeah, yeah this I guy has like, several gold rings. But that would get, be priceless. Let me number one. Okay. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> okay, is number Everyone one? Uh, is number one Black Panther? No. Oh, wow. that's a good guess, though. Yeah, is that's it? who I thought it was going to be. Because he ha- controls all the vibranium in the world. So and he vi- has control oh. of the most valuable resource oh. in the entire planet. Doctor Doom? No. Captain America Shield. No. Vibranium. Uh, let's see. 
I I uh, I don't even know. Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck, sixty-five yeah. billion. Yeah. <laughs> He's valued at sixty-five billion. Oh, and I didn't even look. I couldn't even see. It. Oh, that's so awesome. I was like, nice. Because he's he's diving happy. into solid gold somehow and not dying. I, yeah, I, <laughs> that's a neck snap right there. I know. <laughs> well, he developed technology to make that possible, which is yeah. why right? he so his entire spine is made <laughs> out of gold. He people to take his, his neck out mm-hmm. so he could do that and laugh at his nephews who don't get that much. Yeah, his bills made out of pure gold. Do you know who the richest that person that ever lived if you adjust his wealth for inflation? So I said his, so oh, the, in real, no woman. In real life? Yeah, the, the, the richest person ever. Um, the, wait, wait, adjusted for inflation? Yeah. Uh, no. Rockefeller no? or Carnegie? Yep. Rockefeller? Rockefeller. Okay. No. He'd be worth like $390 billion. What about uh, Daddy Warbucks? What does he fall into this? He makes stuff up. That's fictional. Right. <laughs> Is he on the list? No. no. <laughs> He's not that rich. Oh, okay. He wasn't profiteering from the war that much. <laughs> Or rich, he was, his profits from the war weren't that high enough. Well, he spent all that money trying to find those goddamn parents. <laughs> I could have swore it was Black Panther. I, I thought it was. That you know, was a good guess. I think though. he's the richest in the Marvel universe, though. Which he's, he's richer than Tony Stark. Why can't we get on the list? Well, Fucking email these people. It, it's probably Tony Stark from the movies, dude. Oh. Oh. Not from the con- They're making the Black Panther. I know, movie. but he's not in their universe not yet. yet. Not yet. All right. I hope I hope Black Panther isn't going to be like Ant Man, where people just aren't going to see because they're like, I don't like the character. I don't know anything about him. Dude, they're doing they're doing amazing. They're doing Doctor Strange. Supposed to be good. Yes. By Cumber with Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Oh, that got me so excited. I got I saw pictures of it already. I did too. Hannibal. Yeah. I was like, yeah. That I I saw the picture that you sent me, Hollywood, and I my first reaction was. Looks a little dumb. Wait, wait, for which one? Cumberbatch is the first outfit. Doctor Strange Dude, photo they it released. Looks awesome. It looks just like the comics. Yeah. See, but that that's I think probably bad move. Wait, is he the the smartest man in the Marvel universe? No, he's the Second? world's greatest sorcerer. Okay. It's not smarts, it's it's all like the magic. Okay, and so he's he's very okay. Yeah. Yeah. The smartest uh, man is Reed Richards. Yeah. Uh, Doctor but he's not in the Marvel movies though. Marvel Doctor Strange, DC is um Doctor Fate, Doctor Fate, yeah, with the huh. yellow, with the yellow, with the gold mask, Helm, yeah, and the ankle. Oh, that's yeah, that's Doctor oh, Fate. That's a little flamboyant. I I, I like Cumberbatch a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, as we discovered on our last Sherlock episode, I, it might just be Sherlock that I like a lot. That makes sense. No, he's a good actor. Yeah, he, well, he's he was smog, dude. He, yeah, he's smog. Yeah, well, it's just I. I what did I try to watch? I still haven't finished it. The, the Tinker Toiler, uh, Tinker Tiny, Tailor Soldier Spy, Tiny, Tiny, the greatest Tiny. Brit movie ever. Yeah, they get every Brit actor I still working, into that. Uh, working right now in it. Mm-hmm. I, saw, mm-hmm. I saw Black Mass, which he was in, which was kind of like. Oh yeah, he's the he's a uh, he's William Bulger. Yeah, he's Billy Bulger, the senator with the Boston accent, which was a yeah. little was very off putting. Like, what is happening? Jimmy's business is Jimmy's business. Yeah, it's like you're not you're not Sherlock. What are you doing? Huh. <laughs> All is all. Well, Marvel is on fire, dude. They're making an Inhumans movie. Do you even know yeah. what an Inhuman is, Adam? I, I, I've heard it, it is a comic, right? It's a race of people in the Marvel universe who I, I, have I remember, powers. I remember it being referenced by somebody. You know how, is it a video game or something? No. Damn it. Who? The Inhumans? Uh, no, I don't uh-huh. recall that. Well, they're turning it into a movie. And okay. that's probably going to be the fucking the next big thing for Marvel. Are you, are you are you getting back on board with the whole Marvel thing? Or are you nope. Still... still off board with comic book movies. Nah. Mm. I'm getting burned out. Hey, yeah, I, I am too. Uh, I'm not going to go see him in theaters, maybe with some exceptions, but... I, was, I, I, I hope you have an exception for February 12th. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Oh, I'm yeah. going yeah, to okay. see that. That's like yeah, the absolutely. exception. Yes. And I was at, I was pumped for my boy Affleck as Batman. And then, okay. I, then they released two shitty trailers back to back, and I'm oh, like, no. I'm over it. Really? Oh, they yeah, they revealed the whole bad. plot, dude. We now now we know they're fighting Doomsday. 
Oh, I now didn't see that. Now we know this. Now oh, we know no. this. And no, I didn't know they were doing that. That's, yeah. that's really important. Yeah. Oh, man. See, this and is, they showed that it makes in me the want trailer. to see it more. I know, but you can't show much. that in the it's trailer. Too much. Yeah. yeah. I want people going in Ooh. thinking it's going to be. But well, spoilers now. Wait, shit. hold on a second. Based what? on the last pre- the trailer that we saw, I felt like they already had too much shit going on. Yeah, in that movie. and now they release a new one where they show Doomsday. This is like a five-hour movie? <laughs> and they still have to set up the Justice League because Aquaman's in it, which they haven't shown yet. Oh, my God. Momoa, right? Yeah, Momoa. Your boy from uh, Game of Thrones. What's his name in Game of Thrones? Uh, I don't remember. It's not my kind Momoa? of game. Yeah, Jason Momoa. He's like is. the big Hawaiian Samoan-looking oh, guy. Oh, the, uh, the, 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 the Dothraki. Sure. Oh, the the, okay. the, the, uh, the Thraki. Yeah, the, the Thraki guy. The, mm-hmm. the one the, the, with the giant beard. He was uh, married to uh, Khaleesi at the beginning. Yeah, I think if it's the same guy I'm thinking about. Oh, yeah, it's the same the, guy. The Horsemaster. Yeah. Okay. He also played the, the one of the one of the main actors in uh, Stargate Atlantis. Mm. Huh. I never watched. Yeah, you looking around for your confirmation? Yes. They're good. Yeah, you guys see Stargate, Stargate's I've heard good. they're good. Star, Star, the Stargate shows are good because they can go to any world and it's you can kind of do whatever there. Yeah. It's oh, like right. it's like Rick and Morty or like sliders. Doc, like you can really Doc do wormholes. whatever. The wormholes. Yeah. That's all it really is. Yeah. It's the same thing with uh, uh um, Hollywood's boy from Kurt the Russell. original movie, Kurt Russell. That's right. Oh, that's right. He was in that, huh? Yeah. And Ultron? Yeah. So James Spader. Yeah. So the TV show <laughs> of Stargate goes that direction. All right. I got too much stuff to watch. Speaking it's, of stuff to watch, <laughs> The uh, it's not Amazon plug. Oh, okay. uh, as a, to, <laughs> we're recording this on a Wednesday. Yeah. Tomorrow morning, the Oscars are going to be announced. The best nom- picture nominations, and everything. All right. But today, the Razzies released their nominations. I want to read them to you. Since Ooh. on this network, it's spoilers of a show where we watch bad movies. Yeah. All right. Worst picture: Fantastic Four, Fifty Shades of Grey, Jupiter Ascending, Paul Blart Mall Cop Two. Oh my God. And Pixels. I have only seen Pixels. I was dragged to see Fifty Shades of Grey on, on Valentine's Day. Oh. It's fucking awful. Is it? <laughs> it? It is as bad as you think it is. It's fucking terrible. By the way, that is coming up in February for yeah, spoilers. We're going to do that. That's going to be our Valentine's Day episode. You have to watch That's going to be our that? Valentine's Day episode. Yep. That means you have to watch it. Yeah, man. We should all get our fiancés on here. <laughs> so they can all defend Fifty Shades. No, no, no. I don't think Mike will. Neither will nice. mine, probably. No. Mine definitely won't. <laughs> we know this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> worst act worst actor Chani Tatum in Jupiter Ascending I don't even know what that movie is Jupiter Ascending has got a really bad role yeah what, what is it about even apparently uh, space aliens uh, kind of mix genes so with Channing Tatum I think that's the guy right he's supposed to be like a half dog half man half wolf half what man the... and yeah. he oh god he lost oh his my he lost his wings yeah. because yeah he lost his wings because oh, uh. He's a he's a lone wolf and he's he's being punished and now he doesn't have a pack or anyone to help protect so he's like this loner and he has a job and there's these aliens and and Mila Kunis she's possibly half bee half human <laughs> no, it, no she's she, not she, half and, bee well no one of the guys that. is a bee person or he's like a beekeeper no is he it, is this just, a live he, action he describes yes. it is yes oh my god he, he describes <laughs> oh why okay you know i'm just gonna fucking say it. um in the movie it's they explain he keeps bees as a way to reconnect to something natural and when she's like oh the bees are doing what i want and they're like oh she is the reincarnated queen because she can control and connect with nature so with the- <laughs> i'm really sorry that i asked <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, you're you're turning red. Okay, and so it's not the premise isn't bad. I think if they gave it more, it, what did you hear? What you just <laughs> said? Did you watch it, Queen of Bees. Yes. 
Space flying so werewolf bad. men. Oh my god! <laughs> it's not. I actually Listen watched it. to the words it, you're saying. It was enjoyable, but I was like, it could have been a little better. It could have been. Oh, you, saw, you saw the movie. I saw it. Oh my god! And it looked. The trailers looked amazing. So I watched it, and it looked like it could have been a little better. And when I was done with it, but overall, I was like, that was entertaining. That was just like I Frankenstein. Have you seen that? <laughs> yes, we reviewed it we, on spoilers. Did that you? was our last, you last guys, episode. Did you drill into it? Yeah. No. Yeah. At the end, it's like, okay, if this was a serious movie, it would be <laughs> bullshit. But because it's so out there and action-packed, I was like, it's entertaining, even though it's not serious. And I kind of like those movies because there's too much serious stuff now. Okay. It's the same really? thing with The Expendables. Well, That's but, why I like those but movies. But with I like, Frankenstein, I feel like it was trying to be a good movie. It didn't know that it was being th- stupid. Then... I don't feel like the it wasn't trying to be stupid. Nobody tries to make a bad movie at him. It wasn't trying to be serious, like like a spirits that that Sam Sam Jackson movie. Maybe it was trying to be serious. Yeah. Oh, the spirit. Yeah, yeah. the spirit. That that movie knew it was being stupid. Yes. Shoot him up. Knows it's being stupid. Those are great. Yes, and those are amazing. See, I Frankenstein. I think was trying to be a legitimate movie. It was trying to be. It was trying to be a legitimate movie. But then when you throw in things like it's a legitimate movie, and then all of a sudden you have. Demons and angels and going and no fight. angels, I'm no like, angels, gargoyles. gargoyles. Fuck you, they're angels dressed as gargoyles. It's <laughs> bullshit. Watch these movies on Amazon. Yeah, check but, out spoilers. Yeah, for the review. Oh my gosh. Okay, but what was the other one? I didn't see Fifty Shades Grey, although I heard. Well, well I'm on the worst actor category. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> We're past that. So Channing Tatum, Jupiter Sending, Kevin James, Paul Blart, Mall Cop Two. Okay, Johnny Depp, Mordecai. Oh, oh no, interest. no interest. No uh, interest. Jamie Dornan oh, yeah, of, from Fifty Shades of Grey uh-huh. and Adam Sandler for The Cobbler and Pixels. Mm. Oh, double. No. Yeah, double. Nice. Got double nominee. The Cobbler was, I heard it was good. I heard it was a Sandler movie. And it was supposed to be a more, <laughs> I heard and I saw part of it that that was supposed to be a more serious-ish approach. I saw the first films. five minutes of it and I already, I bailed. <laughs> he puts, he, he, he's a cobbler. I understand. And he, no, no. And he's a bee. <laughs> he's a bee. <laughs> And he gets to put on other he people's shoes and he's yeah. them. All right. <laughs> Worst actress, Catherine Heigl, Home Sweet Hell. I don't know what that is. What? No idea. Dakota Johnson, Fifty Shades of Grey. God, yeah. she fucking was terrible. Oh, That's my. What, I think she's the reason why that movie sucks, dude. Oh. Uh, Mila Kunis, Jupiter Ascending, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, Mordecai, and J-Lo from The Boy Next Door. Check out that episode uh, yeah. my future wife. She was on. Yeah, spoilers, man. Worst supporting actor. Chevy Chase, Hot Tub, Time Machine 2, and The Vacation Movie. He's not going to get it. Josh Gad for Pixels and The Wedding Ringer. Who's, the, who's Josh Gad? Uh, the voice of The oh, Snowman. snowman? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kevin James and Pixels. Okay. Pixels, dude. Jason Lee, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Road Chip. Oh, okay. <laughs> and there's, Eddie, there's your winner. And Eddie Redmayne, Jupiter Ascending. No. It's got, it's got to be the Chipmunks one, I feel like. Worst based of, on not seeing any of those Pixels, it's got to be the Chipmunks. Well, even so, I mean, it's a kid's movie. I mean, they're going to give you know, some Based on the way. pure hatred... Because people probably aren't even going to care if they saw it. And the acting ability of these people, I think they're just going to go by association. I think they give kids movies a pass, dude. Yeah. Do they? Yeah, I think that's so. Too bad. We're supporting actress Kaylee, Kaylee Kuoko from The Big Bang Theory, that, sh- that blonde chick. Oh. Out on the Chipmunks Road Trip and The Wedding Ringer. Rooney Mara for Pan. Michelle Moynihan for Pixels. I think Pixels is in every category. Um, Shocking. Julianne Moore, Seventh Son. And Amanda Seyfried, Love the Coopers and Pan. Okay, Whatever. did you see Seventh Son? No. All right, it's... <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. No, it's, it's like these outlandish fairy tales. It's It wasn't... Like Living Bees? It is a fantasy movie. I'll knock, I'll knock it back. Living bees. bees. She's not a living bee. Okay, it's better than that. I liked it. I liked it because it's one of those out there... It's it's like a lesser Lord of the Rings where it's it's a fantasy... That's I, called Narnia. 
It's lesser Narnia. <laughs> oh God. It's I didn't actually know. It's different. It's it's serious. It's mature, but in a way, it's done so it's not believable. It's immersive. That's better. It's immersive, but it's not. It's not okay. super realistic. So based based on based on my whole theory, it establishes the rules for that universe, sticks with them, and is a good journey along the way. Uh, yeah, if you can buy into the characters. I was looking to get like that's up been, to them. Well, that's to say that's why I watched the freaking Jupiter Ascending and I watched <laughs> Seven Sun. And they're honestly entertaining. Are they good? I don't really know. But they're entertaining while you're watching them. They make the time go by and have something to talk about. Mm. Uh, water cooler Fuck talk. you. You <laughs> roll your eyes at me. There's just two more c- categories I want you to hear. All right. I think you'll like. This is worst on-screen combo. Ooh. All four. Oh, I love these. Okay. Yeah. These Adam, Adam really likes these. Yeah. All four. This is so ridiculous sometimes. Yeah. All four Fantastics in the Fantastic Four. Okay. Oh. Johnny Depp and his glued-on mustache, Mordecai. <laughs> that's, ja- why, that's why this is a great category. Jamie Dornan and Dakota Johnson for Fifty Shades of Grey. Yep, that's going to take it. Kevin James and either his Segway <laughs> or his glued-on mustache, Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Oh, boy. Or Adam Sandler and any pair of shoes in The Cobbler. <laughs> nice. Finally, I don't know if this is new or not. It's called the Razzie Redeemer Award. It's for what? previous Razzie winners who win, uh, who do something good. This year to redeem themselves. Okay. So it's Elizabeth Banks. She won the Razzie. Uh, okay. Elizabeth Banks from Razzie winning director of movie 47 to directing Pitch Perfect 2. So she's making what? up for winning the Razzie by directing Pitch Perfect 2. Oh, thank God. M. Okay. Night Shyamalan. Oh, what? Perennial Razzie nominee and winner who directed that horror movie, The Visit, which is pretty decent. What did he do to redeem himself? The Visit. That? that It was a decent horror movie. Hmm. Uh, Will Smith. Is that redeeming for... For his standards, yeah. Okay, but like, how many movies does that make up for? <laughs> no, just it's just for this oh, stuff that came out this past year okay. to redeem himself. So you can make up for like Lady in the Water, but you still got to wait for signs. Lady in the yes. Water. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. Will Smith for following up After Earth with Concussion. Okay, Adam, what's your favorite uh, Will Smith movie? Uh, uh, that one. Top of head is Men in Black. Tell the truth. That's, the, that's from the concussion trailer. Oh. <laughs> and finally, Sylvester Stallone. He's the all-time Razzie champ. Oh, no, Independence Day. Sorry. Independence Day. He's the all-time Razzie champ, and he's uh, making it up for Creed, which he might win the Oscar for. Ooh, okay. yeah. That's supposed to be um, Apollo Creed's son, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear he's a racist because he forgot to thank Michael B. Jordan, his black co-star? And now all these people are like, he's racist because he didn't thank his black co-star. Oh what? my god! Wait, who's who's racist? So Stallone, Stallone won the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor, and he had thanked everyone except for the director and the, his co-star Michael B. Jordan, who are black. Well, he didn't thank me. Yeah, no, seriously. he thanked like his producers. Yeah, and his no, but agent. That's, that's when you're up though. there and you got all that going on, exactly. Yeah. And he didn't have a pre-written speech or anything. No, he didn't even yeah. think he was going to win because his reaction was like, "What?" Right. <laughs> he's up there. He's like, "Hey, yo, yo, I remember what I what my Oscar for Rocky, and you know, I didn't ever thought I'd win this again." And, People bitched about too many things. Yeah, no. The, anything you say on the mic, I feel like shouldn't count against you at all because we, that's a huge moment. You're just overtaking with everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. You know what the fuck you're saying. And that's the Razzies for this year, guys. All right. Mm. A lot of pixels. A lot of Sandler. Yeah. Are you? Shocked? I didn't even see it. No, I'm not pixels. shocked. Oh, oh. <laughs> pixels guys... wasn't even that bad. I don't think. Okay. Did you guys? I think see just because it? it's Sandler. Yeah. That's like it's like the opposite of, of the Redemption Award. It's like no, you're still doing bad shit. <laughs> We're still punishing you for all the other things. Even if this one was decent, yeah. everything else beforehand, you still got to answer for. Ugh. 
And anything, anything good that you've seen recently that, that we should be watching? Anything worth watching? In you theaters, should... Creed. Creed. I've said that like yeah. three different episodes. Yeah, Creed's good. I don't even know what's out. I mean, I saw Star Wars, but I'm sure you guys have talked about we saw, that. Yeah. We might do a spoilers, yeah. like a mini episode. I, I, what we want to do is spoilers Wars. where we we talk about the plot and everything. It's, it's time. Yeah, we think we've given everyone enough enough time. They've gotten the past way past the two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Yeah, they so look, for, look forward to that. <laughs> Wait, past oh, I saw Hateful weeks. Eight. Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks notice. <laughs> no, there's, there's a two-week rule. Yeah. You heard about the two-week mm-hmm. rule? Like, at the first day, it is not the person's fault. There's, there's a spectrum. It's a scale. It's two lines. It's a line graph. Have you seen it? Yeah, we talked about it on the last podcast. Okay, we did. Oh, yeah. It's past two weeks, so we should do it. I'm sorry. Yeah. What were we saying? I said I saw Hateful Eight. Oh, how was mm. that? I saw the 70 millimeter Roadshow where they have a musical that, overture. That sounds pretty amazing. And then it's 90 minutes... 15 minute inter- intermission, 90 minutes. No trailers. And they give you like a, a playbook. They give you a playbill. That sounds playbill. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you can't see it like that anymore. It uh-huh. was only available for two weeks. That's too bad. From Christmas Day to whenever two weeks from Christmas mm. Day was. I, I've heard good things about it. I've heard that it turned out to not be the movie you were expecting it to be. Yeah. Really? But, yeah. It's I, almost like the thing. Do you remember the thing? Yes. How no one trusts one another. And yeah, yeah. It's the same concept. Yeah, okay. uh, huh. They even use the same guy who did the music for the thing. Okay, Ennio Morricone. I'm actually I'm, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it very very soon. It's good. Kurt Russell's uh, he's pretty much John Wayne. He's doing his mustache? best John Wayne. Yeah, he's doing his best John okay. Wayne performance. I, I've heard that. As he's well. like John Wayne mixed with um, his mustache. <laughs> with uh, what's his name? Talk Holiday. No, uh, Big Kurt Lebowski. Russell's- he had the big beard. He had the mm. big mustache. Oh. The dude. The dude. No, oh, the dude. oh, yeah. The, the guy. The cowboy. The, yeah, with the sarsaparilla. Yeah. yeah. I forgot his name. But yeah, me too. It's, it's like a mixture of both. Okay. It's good. It's not Tarantino's best, but it's good. I still think Django's a better Western, but this one's good equally. Okay. It's, it's as good. I was skeptical about Django, and I watched it, and I was like, I can see why this is making a lot of waves, because even even historical accuracy, as I was going through it, and I was like, that's, that's, that's some pretty... Cool stuff. You know when he gets to pick whatever he wants to wear and he picks like the most yeah. outlandish thing? That's where the term zip coon comes from. What? That, zip, zip coon, when they call it like stressing in, it's a racial slur. Yeah. Jim Crow comes from, but what about Jim, zip? Jim, zip coon is the uh, exact opposite of Jim Crow. Jump Jim Crow. Uh, Jump okay. Jim Crow was the, the black southerner who danced and was unintelligent and made fun of him. Right. Zip coon, when, um, when New York passed a law saying that slaves were free and they could spend their money and they can dress however they want, pretty much they couldn't be property anymore. A lot of uh, Af- African Americans or blacks, however you want to say it, would go and dress provoc not provocatively, but extravagantly. And so they would be um, made fun of by people in higher culture saying like they're trying to be high class. So oh, their version of high class it turns out to not be high class. Exactly. It's like, oh, so they made fun wow. of them and they made a character, a fictional character that they used in a lot of plays. His name was Zip Coon. And Zip Coon was this person who's black who dressed out of the ordinary and was made fun of. And that's where that term comes from. Today we know him as Bishop Don Magic Wand. <laughs> but when, when they picked that out, I was like, they're going for the extra- that extravagant dress. Because a lot mm-hmm. of the slaves, when they were given the option to dress however they want to, when they were free, they, they did go that route. And so I saw that and I was like, I get what they're doing right there. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. But uh, they really did hit a... I like that movie a lot. In Hateful Eight, that's all uh, I gotta say about that. They they use the, <laughs> they use the N word a lot, and he's still getting heat for that. Oh. But he's saying I'm writing the characters like how they would have spoke in the 1860s. I get that. Yeah. I, I get that. That's and fine. I don't have a problem with that. Well, I don't have a problem with it, but I gotta say when I'm when I watched Django, I it made me like 
Whoa, like that's fucking like that's it's weird to hear. It. Used with that man, yeah. it didn't seem weird to me because it felt like like I'm always saying I, I bought into that world and that's appropriate in that world. <laughs> yeah, but so it's, is it's, that it's, world your world? Yeah, when you Princess? get <laughs> when you get out of that immersive mode and you're like, whoa, like I haven't heard because it's it's a taboo word now. It really is. Then when you hear it thrown out in a quasi safer space like that, it's still like whoa, like shocking. I'm like, whoa, okay, but that's just to me. And, but if in eh. the era, it was just still used. Yeah, it's it's, it's fine. It's, it's like as long as it's used appropriately, tastefully, tastefully. That's a better. That's See, a better. Back word. then, it wasn't taste. It was just the word. No, but right now, using it in, the, in that context is is tasteful, kind of in a weird way. It's like, it, I mean, it's, it's it's like it's like repulsive, uh, in certain ways. But because it's accurate to that time period, I'm fine. They're not trying to be offensive. That's that's how things were back then. How do we get to movies? Razzies, man. Oh, mm-hmm. Razzies. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Oscars. Yeah. So Hey Flate was good. Uh Big Short I I, I talked about mm, on mm-hmm. I think one of the uh videos on on YouTube channel for Rat Pack Productions. Big Short ended up being really good, I thought. Uh it, it was it was not the movie I was expecting, probably much like uh the uh Hey Flate probably was. It it was it ended, it caught me way off guard, but it was done effectively and Steve Carell needs to win something for sure for that. Hmm. If he hasn't already, did he win anything? No, but he won't. I haven't oh, even heard it. Too bad. Leo, I haven't heard of it. Even if he gets nominated, Leo is the favorite for the Revenant. I, I, I keep bears. I keep hearing that even he, he, Leo's probably going to win, but it's it's kind of like no, he's the, he's a favorite, but he was the favorite for the Wolf of Wall Street. He lost. He was a favorite for the Aviator, and he still lost. Yeah, okay. That's the meme. Like he likes to get fucked over a lot by the Oscars. An Oscar. I feel yeah. like from what I've heard in in the Revenant, the the the, the starring role was Tom Hardy, not DiCaprio. So I feel like if he wins this one, it's going to be the same way as uh, oh shit, who's the director that won for Departed? Scorsese is is that kind of thing? Yeah, where maybe it wasn't his best movie, but it's like you've earned it up to this point. So here, but you know what my old coach in baseball used to say: a championship is still a championship, no matter what. Yeah, I get that. Unless you lose it, yeah, yeah, <laughs> then then you're just like all the other losers. But or uh, you fought fighting dogs, DiCaprio taken away from me. There was something online that was actually kind of funny. He said, "What if?" And this was online. I forget uh, what what post. Or what form? But it said, "Wouldn't it be funny or terrible or something along those lines if, in the future, somebody made a movie about DiCaprio never getting an Oscar oh, yeah. and, the os- and the actor for that movie got the Oscar?" Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that'd be great. Hey, I'm Oscar. <laughs> I'd give the Oscar to him. I would be like, and then I'd be like, "Yeah, oh. that's one of the things." Like, what was it? Uh, Ving Rhames gave his award to uh, Jack Lemmon one year mm-hmm. for something. No, that was, uh, I think, a Golden Globe. Okay, yeah, but that that, that was that was a class move. I think mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like yeah, I won. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I deserve it. He already it. has two Oscars to his name. Fuck it, just give him your Golden Globe, which you'll <laughs> probably never win again. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think Rings. I think is underrated. Who? Who? Ring I don't know. <laughs> I know faces. I don't know names very well. Really? Yeah. He, he was. He was the big black guy. He was Marcellus Wallace in Pulp Fiction. Who? Marcellus. Oh Wallace. yeah. Wait, didn't he die? He's the computer no. guy in Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Oh. Undisputed. He was the 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 fighter. The Mike Tyson character, right? He does. He does good stuff when he when he does it. He doesn't do it as often as everyone else does, but I I like him for what he does. I just went through all the Mission Impossible's recently just to catch up so I can watch Rogue Nation. Did you like Rogue Nation? Yeah, yeah. I heard it was decent. Ghost yeah. Protocol still my favorite. Yeah, <sighs> Ghost Protocol was great. That was, I don't know. It's something about those. I watched the first one when I was younger and I loved it. It's so dated, and I yeah. know I but. Now I can't I can't bring myself to watch the Mission Impossible movies. What? I don't know why. Because something in my brain 
and you can give me shit for this. I don't know why. I, I, go a full I look at it and I go, Tom Cruise, and no fucking way that can happen. <laughs> After watching these fantasy movies, would you call it impossible? I would call it mission in, uh, improbable. Mission, mission improbable. <laughs> But I did, I did think that was cool because like, and they showed a clip of him doing his own stunts. Oh yeah, and him on the outside of the plane was actually him on the outside yeah, of the it plane. Is. And I was like, what fucking insurance company? I, fuck, I love Tom Cruise, but I, uh, he, I mean, he's good in his movies. Yeah, no. I don't know about him. Oh, he's a little eccentric, but I don't know anything about him. That's frightening. He's, yeah, well, he's way too happy. He, he, well, do, he <sighs> does. He like whatever the role is, he learns how to do it. Yeah, like when he did cocktail, he learned how to bartend. When he did uh, Top Gun, he learned how to fly a plane, not a jet, but right. like a like a commuter plane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he does, like he commits to yeah, the role. Yeah, I mean, the, when it comes down to it, I, I feel like the person is a person. The actor, the, the actor that he portrays in the movie, is a different person altogether. I don't think they should match in any shape. You could like whatever movie they play in, and then whatever person they are shouldn't like cross over. No, well, you're, you're pretending to be somebody else. That's that's the whole thing. Exactly. Well, that's well. Then you would say in that in that vein that Samuel L. Jackson is the complete opposite of that because in most of his movies he's the same character. He has the same mannerisms. He uses the same voice. Well, he he, he did a stupid accent. Fucking shot eight man in Kingsman. He put on a stupid lisp. I heard about that. Yeah. It was an amazing movie, but that lisp that he put on for that movie really he's, took me out of it. He's badass and hateful eight, dude. Oh yeah, he's fucking the man in that one. All right, he has this awesome uh, monologue towards the intermission part. Mm-hmm. That's fucking brutal, dude. Uh, it is I'm fucked excited. up. That, how long says. is that movie? I might watch it tonight. Uh, three hours and five minutes. The version I saw Jesus was three Christ. hours and five minutes. But if you see the the regular theatrical cut, I think it's like two hours and because I'm factoring oh, in the intermission, intermission and the oh okay and the and the, and the interlude in the beginning, mm-hmm. okay. the overture. I mean. All right. I'm factoring all that in. We were in the theater like almost three and a half hours. Jesus Christ. Man, your butt must have hurt. Yeah. That's why, that's why they give you yeah. intermission. Dude, my, my, down. my, my brother, he went, when, when Force Awakens came out, he did this like 24 hour thing where you, you he went saw the all theater. one through seven. Yes. Yeah. They showed every single episode in the theater back to back with like hour breaks in between each one or something. But a full day, a full day of that. Yeah. Don't people do that at home before it comes out? Yeah, but at home it's one thing. Being in the theater, I, I can't imagine that. Well, I've seen. Home, I've, I saw, with the exception of, I think maybe the Empire Strike. Because when they, by the time the Return of the Jedi came out, I was alive and I was young. And with the exception of that one, I've seen all three prequels in theaters. Mm. And I think I said no, I did. I saw the the reboot of the f- original the special edition. Four, special edition. Mm. I saw those, so I've seen them all in theaters already. So why am I going to do it again? It's just, it's just like a recap, pretty much. That's all it really is. I mean, you don't really have to be the, like mentally there through the whole thing. I yeah, mean, just I feel have... like that's more about the group experience. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's the brag a, it's a to the people who didn't do it. Oh, I look what I did! That. I hate that. Look dumb, what that's I did! Dumb brag. No offense, brother, but that's a real... not to you and me. <laughs> yeah. To other people who are in, I know some people who which they said they had already bought six tickets to see the Force Awakens. They're going to see the Force Awakens six times. Oh boy! And see, to me, I'm like, I just need to see it once. I like the movie. I'll, maybe I'll see it again. I liked it so much, I want to see it again in theaters. Okay. But that is when you go down into a subculture. That's what you do, and it means something to other people around you. Okay. The, like that viewing experience. Mm, yeah. Everyone else in there is there for the same reason. Yeah. And in a way, they're almost all competing to see who has yeah. more subcultural capital. <laughs> 
Oh boy. The Marvel movies, they do that too. You oh, yeah? watch like all the do they? ones prior. Well, they're making so many now. Oh, that like the they're Avengers. not going to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I remember the first Avengers, you you would see Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, and then Avengers. Wow. And then when Avengers 2 came out, they you they added everything else. Jesus like Guardians Christ. of the Galaxy, Winter Soldier, and all that stuff. Guardians of the Galaxy, is that related? That was yeah, amazing. That takes it, place it, in the Marvel Universe. No, no, but is, is it part of Avengers 2? Any any of the characters? Um, no. no, but part no, but of the, the plot is related the, to the, it. The, the, the Infinity Stone. Oh, yeah, yeah. That when, when, Thanos is looking for. Right. <laughs> I keep wanting to call them Chaos Emeralds. Yeah. Because they Sonic, pretty much the Sonic game. the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not it. Oh, then the... Uh, because this is all building, all these movies are building to the uh, Infinity War, mm-hmm. the Avengers 3 yeah. Infinity War, which is yeah. going to be broken up to part one and part two. The directors of that movie, they said that the script was turned in for that, and they said that there's over 67 characters they have to direct. Nice. Wow. That's like the Guardians of the Galaxy, all the Avengers, there's not gonna be like all the any, villains. Any it, dialogue. It's just going to be people with... Quick one-liners. Yeah, just a bunch of snapshots. In, in, it's a slideshow of all the characters. Because in the Infinity War <laughs> comic books, it's like the whole Marvel Universe versus Thanos. Once he gets the, uh, the gauntlet. gauntlet. Yeah. So it's, they're going to turn that into a movie. That is too much. It's going to well, be like When they say they have yeah. to direct it, they might be directing one huge scene yeah. that's going on at the same time. I get that. That's doable. But and who? it's going to be revolving around the main Avengers. Well, that's the whole point about it. They're going to make the, the Infinity Wars, and then they'll put Deadpool in there with the continuity channel. Oh, yeah. And awesome. mess it all over again. Yeah. He would have to be in there, because it'd be like a pan out and this big shot is fight, and you see him pop up, breaking the fourth <laughs> wall. Hey, guys, how you doing? I feel like, I feel like it would be that thing, like at the very end of the movie, after like maybe a minute of credits, it comes back, and it shows like the final scene, and then it zooms out, and it's a comic book page, and Deadpool's reading it. This is awesome! Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that part, guys, huh? It was all in a book. But Fox owns his rights. So unless they could somehow get him. Uh, like, Spider-Man is being borrowed in the Marvel Cinematic Universe for uh, Civil War. Oh, Spider Man's going to show up in that. That I am kind, bar- of ex- I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of excited. They're to borrowing see him. The new Civil War that's yeah. coming out with because um, I saw the trailer when I saw the Force Awakens. That looks really interesting, and yeah. I think that's where I'm not going to see it in theaters, but I got to see it. Yeah, that's really good. Have you seen it? No. There's like ten heroes in that. And Multiply that times six. Captain and America that's what you're see in that movie. <laughs> Captain America in the trailer is backing up his his buddy from um the Winter Soldier. Oh no, we we did Bucky. that. We did that on uh, spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you no. did the, you did the, the, the trailer. Mm-hmm. Okay, the trailer breakdown. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Do you know how the? Are you familiar with the storyline in the comics? I'm or? not. I'm not a big comic book guy. No. By the way, spoiler alert: Winter Soldier is that guy. <laughs> what? <sighs> because I hadn't seen it with Winter Soldier yet. And then Hollywood was telling me, like, oh, that guy from Winter Soldier is the guy. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> and then I went back. I was watching. like, oh, okay. I already Bucky. know who he is. Bucky. Yeah, Bucky. I don't know. Bucky. I don't know how the. Most heroic name yeah. in the world. I don't know how the movie is going to do it. But in the comics, uh, these super villains, one of them, his name's Nitro. He blew up. Uh, he blew himself up around a school. And he killed, like, 60 kids. Oh, Jesus. So the government said well, all these superheroes and supervillains, they're pretty much unlicensed I remember that, weapons. Yeah. yeah, they need so to register they need to be themselves. registered. So Iron Man is the side of the government. Yeah, yeah everybody should be registered. And Captain America is on like, the no, against. I'm not. Like, no, that's not that goes against your civil. I liberties. remember that, and I was thinking about how they're going to do that. So half the Marvel universe is split on like Captain America's side, Iron Man's side. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, the, well, yeah. we are weapons, and the other half who doesn't want to register, saying, 
Like we're in danger, and by registering, we're putting our families and everything at risk. Yeah, because that's what happens to Spider-Man. He comes out because he's on Tony Stark's side. He takes his mask off. He goes, "I'm Peter Parker." And then when what? he does it, his the boss, the next panel, Jonah J- Jonah Jameson just falls down. Yeah, he faints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This whole time, it's like, oh, how long has it been? It's been fifty years. Yeah, fifty years in this fictional universe. He finds out. He's like, oh, that is faint. awesome. And then, uh. Because now all the villains know that that's... 50 years? Hold on. How old is Spider-Man? The original Spider-Man came out. That's what I mean. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But in the comic, uh, like all the villains are targeting like his Aunt May and Mary Jane. So then he sides with Captain America. Mm. I don't know if they're going to do that in the movie. Mm. That's what what happens. Yeah. See, I I think the more I hear about Civil War, the, the more... Excited to get about it. So I think besides Deadpool, I think I'm anticipating that one more than all the other ones. I, I am really excited for that. Just to see the superheroes fight against each other. That's that's the dynamic they were. That's the best part really of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Really, mine was always like the smart aleck remarks they make towards each other. <laughs> I would like to see Tony Stark get into a verbal altercation with Deadpool. Yes. Uh not really. Oh, I would love that. How awesome would that be? Because his well, his his character's wit in the films mm-hmm. yeah. against the just. Crazy like wit of Deadbolt, yes. yeah, yeah. One guy would like it's would, just sarcasm after sarcasm after sarcasm, but it'd be serious sarcasm followed by stupid sarcasm, right? By serious sarcasm followed by stupid sarcasm. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna be really serious right now, or am I? Yeah, right. And I feel like they would like pull each other in different directions. Like at one point, Tony Stark would be like, "All right, I'll be funny too." Then, and then Deadpool gets serious, like, "Oh fuck!" He's like, "Oh, that's not cool, <laughs> man." He goes, "I'm sorry, I've hurt you." No, 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 no. <laughs> I could watch an hour of that. Just them just talking. Probably, to each other. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I think we're going to wrap it up get out of we're here. Done. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for supporting the show. Make sure you go to our website, ratpackpodcast.com, yeah. or ratpack.productions is a, a new version of the website. Ratpack dot? Ratpack.productions. Yeah, man. Huh. Up in the up in the web space game. Cool. Oh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can probably find us on our webpage or through our various ones. Yeah. Uh, I'm at RPP Jester. Um, Adam, I think he's on there as yeah. what? I'm um, at Adam's Rat Pack. Mm. Gotcha. And... Uh, these guys. I don't know if you have handles. At, at Matt DeLuna. At Matt DeLuna. What do you got? That's my actual. Raging, <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. You like Raging Fire or something? Something about that. I don't know. That's all I have. It's like that? I don't have Bragbook. I don't have Instagram. Okay. Bragbook. Oh, we Bragbook. Yeah. I've thought about that. Facebook. A lot of times, oh. Facebook is everything. And I'm like, maybe I should post that. I'm like, well, it's kind of like bragging. Now I go through it and that's everything. Yeah. It's either brag book or it's political bullshit book. Oh, God. It's just... That is the most upsetting. I, I hate it. Yeah, but thanks for listening, guys. Follow us on Twitter. Um, Go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. Subscribe and like and yeah, man, put us on the background, us. even in the videos. Do something. Thanks for interacting with us. Send us some emails. We love your feedback. Yes. So Email send it our way. Show at ratpackpodcast.com. And tweets. And... uh do the tweets. Check out spoilers. Yeah, check out spoilers. We got we just did I Frankenstein. We got coming up next is Ip Man, one of uh, Maestro's gems. <laughs> huh? <laughs> what? Huh? What? Nah. Ip it's fine. Man. IP Man. I thought it was about uh, like some of the guys that made the I internet. thought it was I first time I saw Ip Man, I thought it was IP Man. Yeah. I was like, oh, it was a hacker. Right, exactly. <laughs> Like, seriously, I was like, why is he weathering like that? That's what he does. And we're slowly approaching Spoiler's 100th episode. Oh, and we yeah. have a very special movie lined up. We won't say I it. I don't even know what it is. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be good. All right. I think we're done. All right. Until next time, I'm Adam. I'm Maestro. I'm Jester. I'm Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Yeah.